Many of us are sickened by what we see going on in our communities and throughout our nation in regards to police misconduct. Today, I'm reading my latest blog post, Wicked Policing, a reality in all Black communities throughout America. Welcome to the Empowerment Zone with Ramona Houston where we zone in on black and brown relations and our journey to empowering our communities. I hope this blog inspired you and your community to be intentional about holding police responsible and accountable for their behaviors. For those of you who enjoy reading, feel free to read the blog on my website, RamonaHouston.com, as well as circulate it to colleagues who also enjoy reading. As always, please subscribe to the Empowerment Zone podcast and always give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Your support will ensure that we continue our journey in empowerment and impact. Wicked Policing, a reality in all Black communities throughout America. I am probably one of the few people in America who has not seen the George Floyd video. Furthermore, I do not have any plans to watch it, nor the brutal beating of Tyree Nichols, the next saga of wicked policing, the American tragedy. It is hard for me to stomach violence in movies, let alone in real life. To witness violence with my own eyes, knowing that it is a reality and not fiction, pierces my heart and mind in ways that I cannot fully express. The ever-present violence against Black people and the continuous promotion and replay of this brutality exemplifies the wickedness of white supremacy in America. An Instagram post summed it up perfectly. The spectacle of television countdown to the showing of the video in which Tyree Nichols was savagely beaten by Memphis police officers doesn't just theatricalize Black death. It is a damning indictment of American perversion, end quote. Although many point to the recorded beating of Rodney King in 1992 as the national recognition of police brutality, who Police brutality against Black people didn't start with Rodney King. The assault, however, marked a pivotal moment in bringing police brutality into the national consciousness. Yet over 30 years later, the issue is not getting better. It is just getting taped. And that's a quote. Police brutality against African-Americans, particularly Black men, as well as other people of color, is real. It occurs everywhere and affects all Black people. No Black person is immune. In fact, a Black person does not have to be poor and or live in the urban ghettos to be a victim of police misconduct. In my own family, my little brother Cecil was often victimized by police. Police in Metro Atlanta stopped little Cecil in the evenings at least twice per week on his way home from college marching band practice for years. I was in the car on two of those episodes. In addition to the consistent experiences in Metro Atlanta, 
Upon entering the city of Miami for a vacation, little Cecil was accosted in hell for over two hours by police who accused him of robbing a local store because he so-called, quote, he fit the description, yet he had just arrived in the city. Now, what description, you might ask, the description of a Black man? My cousin, who lives in a rural town in Texas, has also shared his personal experience with police. And I quote, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. All the guns I've ever had pointed at me in my lifetime, a cop was the one holding it. I've never been to the principal's office, but for some reason they felt threatened. That first time, 17 or 18 years old, had five guns pointed at my head and I didn't even know what the hell was going on. One officer flagged me down when I was driving by, another walked on my passenger side and within seconds yelled out, gun! Within seconds, five guns pointed at me. I mean, before y'all shoot me, can y'all at least tell me why y'all flagged me down? If someone ever wants to truly scare me, Get in the patrol car. Get behind me and turn those lights on. I immediately began to shake, asking me myself if I'm going to die. Hashtag you just don't understand. It's sad that my parents had to teach me at a young age how to survive when pulled over by the police. Unless you're a black male, you'll never understand. End quote. Mind you, the members of my family are educated, middle-class, law-abiding professionals. Even these facts do not pr protect African-Americans from the realities of racialized policing. Having grown up in a small town, we know that African-Americans in rural areas are victims of police misconduct as well. Notably, the taped incidents of police terrorizing African-Americans are the ones that we know undeniably occurred. Most incidents, however, don't have documentation. Considering this fact, just imagine how many other episodes exist. America has a long history of police targeting and brutalizing the Black community. The idea that Black people are inherently violent and that Black lives are expendable drives the engine. Racialized policing has terrorized the Black community for years, evidenced by the fact that the issue of police misconduct and brutality has been on the agenda of Black civil rights and social justice organizations since the early 20th century. The reality of unscrupulous police in forces throughout America is persistent and widespread. A culture of white supremacy and racialized violence perpetuated on black and brown communities permeates the ranks. In fact, in its 2006 report entitled White Supremacist Infiltration of Law Enforcement, the FBI reported that the presence of white supremacists within law enforcement was so prevalent that it was pervasive. 
Although all five police officers who brutalized and murdered Tyree Nichols were African-American, their pathological behavior is a result of white supremacy. In the Tyree Nichols press conference on Friday, January 27, 2023, Rovan Wells, the mother of Tyree Nichols, stated that her son always said he would be famous, although she was certain that this was not what he imagined. Despite the immense pain of this type of fame, like Emmett Till, Tyree's life does have meaning. We have come treading our path through the blood of the slaughtered. As Americans, we all have the responsibility to play our role and do our part in writing the final chapter of wicked policing so that we may bring this diabolical saga to the end. What will you do? A special thank you to the incredible team of the Empowerment Zone. Terry Gully, theme song, NADWorks, digital support, and of course, our featured guest. Thank you.